The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. It's the Cigar Authority After Show, and it's brought to you by Roma Craft Tobacco. Since 2010, Mike Rosales and Skip Martin have focused on the simple and time-honored task of combining quality tobacco, experienced craftsmen, and the right amount of time to bring you cigars worthy of the legacy of the centuries of premium cigar craftsmen that came before them. Whether you are revisiting the anti-prohibition-era mindset of intemperance or getting in touch with your more primal side with a Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal, you are sure to find a blend in the Romacraft house of brands that fits the exact balance of flavor, strength and body you are looking for in that moment when you're finally able to take a short break from the world to relax and enjoy a cigar the last thing you need is a complicated sales pitch simple yet substantial tobacco talent time roma craft tobacco the after show the after show the after show the after show uh, it is Wednesday by the time you're hearing this. I'm at TPE in Las Vegas, Tobacco Plus Expo, so I can say anything I want now because the cat's out of the bag. No, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, because it is Saturday. It's after the show on Saturday, just airing on Wednesday, but um, that's where I am, if you're wondering. Where are you? That's where I am. We, we know where you are. I'm listening to uh, so we don't have information for the after show, but you said you got enough meal bags I think that connect the story. A, a little bit here. So Gary writes uh, through the Contact Us page, I have to believe that on some level, manufacturers are definitely eyeing a direct-to-consumer approach. It seems to be a trend in a bunch of industries now, like Casper, which is mattresses, Bombas, socks, and even Tesla. Absolutely. The iPhone. Right, Apple. Yeah. Yep. I ordered mine through my phone. This this building that we're in was an Apple retail store that Apple did not own, and they squeezed him out by putting one in the mall up the street, and squeezed him out of the business because they didn't want him to make money in between. They right. would just make it all, and unfortunately, that's the way it's going with a lot of industries and stuff, including the cigar industry. But it seems like it's backfiring on the cigar industry. I think uh, the retailers are fed up with it. Uh, we'll we'll see as I, as I'm at the trade show, but from early detection of it, that retailers are getting it now and saying um, this manufacturer is my competitor. But that's, and we have choices. But that's that's great to be able to make that as uh, a thought that they're the enemy. The problem is that if you're not moving customers to the right product mix in your store, absolutely, you got work to do. You have to do the work on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. If you're if you're an absentee owner, you got to get your ass in your shop and make sure that your staff is standing up at attention when the customer walks in and and offering them the unbelievable customer service yeah. that they deserve. That, that's the edge we have because they can't do that online. Correct. So we can do it. So we should all the more do the things they can't do as opposed to let's try to do the things they do do, which is discount the product and uh, blow out stuff and all the stuff. You can't do it as good as they can, so do the things you can do. Even with Barry and Jess answering the phones, there's still an edge there. Hey, listen, I noticed that you like brand X. Maybe you should try one of brand Y because, by the way, we do sell by the single. Yeah. And give the customer an opportunity to try something different. And maybe the switch happens where they're on to a safer brand for brick and mortar, and that is the play. Yeah. Well, we'll see how it plays out. Maybe they're getting it. They, you get hit hard enough many, many times. All of a sudden, you say, okay, I got to do something about it. Uh, I saw it years ago. People are starting to get it now. Um, 
make the move of it. As far as the consumer goes, if you want to keep the brick-and-mortar store alive, a place to go and smoke your cigar and hang out and stuff, you got to support them. you got to actually buy goes, a cigar from them. You ha- and you got to buy a cigar every time you walk in. Every time. And we're having issues with that personally of people pushing back. You can't – it's a uh, – there's nothing to discuss. You, you, you must do it. That's it. So Adam also writes through the Contact Us page, your book rejuvenated me. My book, David versus Goliath, How to Compete and Beat the Online Giant, <laughs> yes. which, I, which I'm talking about at the PCA this Friday. And um, I, get a, I get two minutes at the very end to actually pitch this book. So I predict he goes long. <laughs> Anyone want to take those odds? Uh, I'll Dave, take over. Dave, I have been in the retail cigar business for 26 years here in New York. Over the last couple, I've gotten stale, pun intended. Well, the second half of my 2019, my sales started to reflect it. Sales down, volume down. On a recommendation from my Perdomo rep, I picked up your book, and I've just about finished it, and I had to write and tell you how it's given me a new lease on life. Good. I once again am excited to be in this business and will be implementing many of the promotions that you suggested. The retail wisdom parts are also great reminders. Thanks, Adam, and that's Doc James Cigars. All right. And here's how we are as retailers, as self-employed people. Very hard, especially, and I've heard of Doc James. They've been around for a long, long time. The only person to push us is ourselves. And years and years go by, and you fall into into the trap of um, this is good enough, and I'm doing fine and stuff. And then all of a sudden, you can't stay level. You start dropping down. Then you get attention, and you say, okay, I got to do something. Very hard to motivate yourself. This is what I loved about IPCPR, going to trade shows and stuff. I'd talk to other retailers, and they would motivate me. And I would talk to retailers and try to motivate them. And you come back strong. You saw me come back from yeah. trade shows early on and stuff. And I'd come juiced back. Up. Juiced up. And we need to do that. We need to talk to each other and, and get each other going and um, share things that work. Oh, the competitors, they're selling what you're selling and stuff. Help them out because the world works like this, that you help somebody. And not necessarily that hand is the one that's going to help you. Somebody else helps you on the other side. It's a wonderful thing to do. Don't hold back. Share your wisdom with other people. Help other people, and you'll get it back, I promise. You said something at our uh, two-guys staff meeting to the staff, which I thought was pretty remarkable. The Everybody looks at the fact that we're in retail as we're salesmen. And to a certain extent, we are. But really what we are, are customer service experts. Our job, when the guy comes to the counter with four cigars and he's going on a golf trip, is to make sure he has everything that he needs to be able to have the most enjoyable experience with those cigars that he bought at our shop. Absolutely. Does he have a lighter? Does he have a cutter? Does he have backup butane? Is it only going to be the foursome? Is he meeting other guys there? Should he have a couple of extra cigars, maybe some Toscanos as a backup? These are all things where... What if one has a tight draw? Right. You, you as the consumer, may look at it, oh, this guy's trying to upsell me. But when you get to that event and you nail it, right. you give out the cigars to your buddies and they're in the proper humidification and you, you brought them there safely in a travel humidor, all the things that you may have looked at at first, ah, this guy's just trying to upsell me. Really, we look at it as we're delivering the customer service and this is how retail shops need to start behaving. Because you've got to give the customer something they cannot get online. Absolutely. And that's experience. 
and exceptional service and an exceptional experience that they'll have with that finished product at the end of it. Keep the store it, clean. Yeah. Keep the ashtrays empty. Wipe them out. Yeah. Make it so that people are comfortable being there. Clean the bathroom out. The guy has to go to the bathroom and he goes and it's a dungeon or something. Mm. He thinks your whole store is like that. That's the way you take care of that. Everything. When you walk in the door, what do I say to you? What are the first five things you see? Listen, you retailer that's listening today, walk into your own store tomorrow. Open your eyes when you walk through the door and look at the first five things you see. What you should be seeing in your cigar store are single cigars, boxes of cigars, lighters, cutters, humidors. That's what you should be seeing. Maybe not, an ashtray. Not the coat rack, not um, five cent cigar signs and things like that. Not all the guys hanging around staring at you when you walk through the door. All these different things because you have one shot of a first impression with the person that walks through the door for the first time. Uh, you are walking through the door all the time. It's not your first impression. Look at it tomorrow as the first impression you get through the door. I've been doing this for 35 years. I look at it every single day I walk through the door as, try, as to drive to a first impression. And I have three different stores. Each time I walk through, it's the same thing. Sometimes I probably come off as, oh, my God, he says it every single time I end up doing, shut that back door, do this, do this, and whatever. But that's what I try to do because I hope to gain New customers. Some of my customers move away, so it drops. Some customers pass away, and I lose them. Yeah. Some of them leave me to go to a competitor, so it drops off. So in order to stay level, just level, I need to bring in new customers all the time. Well, and it does <clears throat> become contagious <clears throat> when you do that, because I can tell you, Jonathan and I some mornings, have a conversation. What will Dave see today? Mm. So we spend Almost time every day. Good. <laughs> looking to see, okay, what's he going to see today? And that's my job to do for Mr. Jonathan, who's the manager of the store. Right. And that's his job to do for the other employees there. Right. And when we see somebody stepping up, that's starting to do that too. That guy is ready for a management yep. position that he can see what other people can't see. But you know who does see it? The new guy that ever came into the store, the new yeah. person that walks in to buy a gift for somebody else that's never been there, they see it. Yep. We don't see it because we got blinders on. We see the same thing every single day. We're not even looking. Our head's down. Open your eyes. Look around. From the second you park your car, walking over, looking at your sign, is all the light bulbs lit on the sign at nighttime yep. when you go through there? These things matter in a big way. They can see it. You can't see it. Start opening your eyes and... Step Another, up the game. This is your opportunity right now. The world of cigars is changing right now. Your opportunity is here again. You've got a second shot. Here it is. Take advantage time of to it. step it up. Yep. When somebody's walking into the humidor to, to look at a box of cigars, or, or maybe you're, you've got, we've got singles out in the store, but this is another opportunity to be able to go up and strike up a conversation. What are they smoking? What are they like? What are they looking for? When you have a lot of SKUs, it's very difficult for someone to hone in and find the very thing that they're looking for. Just that little extra help to send them in the right direction. It's huge. And I'll tell you, talking to the customer, your day, you'll enjoy your day better. Absolutely. This, this uh, how can I help you? Need any help? Asking uh, questions that, you know, you say that person, you need any help. The answer is no. Even yes, if they you do need, need help. Even if he needed help, yeah, he's just, say it, no. it goes to a natural thing and stuff. Strike up a conversation. Make a new friend. Your day is going to go by quicker. You're going to provide better customer service. It's, uh, this is an awesome industry, and it's all yours, Mr. Retailer, to make it better. And you, the consumer looking in there, help the retailer that doesn't understand them. 
You're listening to the show because you care. Say to the retailer, maybe you should be taking this cigar brand on. Maybe you should uh, listen to this after show. Yeah. Could help. Uh, so Pat writes, this is uh, my final email on this topic here, uh, about last week's show. You guys danced around the lack of inventory at the retailers. The concept is called open to buy. Inventory dollars need to be protected from operations and inventory replacements. They need to be calculated and exact. I buy more uh, every X and I have the money to do so. Barry called it a hobby. All business owners should read the emeth as well. I don't know what that is. Yeah, open to buy is a concept of, of doing it. If you want to grow your business, you have to have actually more than that. I, I, I understand the process of what it is, but if I'm a, if I'm a growing business, I actually need more than, than what it is. And Jonathan, you're, you're on the sales floor all the time. How many times somebody comes in and can come in to get his box of cigars box? and says, I'm going away, give me two of them. Do you have two? <laughs> and by the way, the price of the product never goes down. It always goes up. Yeah. Do you have two? And you go down and you do have two. Because our inventory There's level- been times when someone says, I'll take four boxes of Padron 3000 Maduro, and my fingers are crossed <laughs> that when I walk down there, there's going to be four, and there's five, so now I have another box to sell to the next guy that's looking because it's a popular Or, skew. how's this? You say to the guy, I have five. Would you like five? <laughs> and the guy says, okay. And you just added $200 on the sale because you ended up having it. Now, you're going to a trade show, or you're at a trade show right now as this is airing, and you're going to spend a lot of money to be able to bring our re restock levels up. Yeah. Be and you're going to buy on deal, and you're going to, you're going to, you're going to be, you're going to fill us up. It, that's the name of the game, as far as I'm concerned, is being able to walk into the humidor and have what the customer's looking for. Yeah. And, um, the, what looks appear to be an add-on is a suggestion to somebody. You don't have to buy it or anything. Hey, you like brand X. Maybe someday you want to try brand Y that's over here. Based on that, I see a lot of people going to this. I'm just mentioning it to you. If somebody ever said that to me, oh, my God, you really care about me and, and people that are smoking this like this? I've never had this before. You think I'll like it? Yes, I think you will, and this is why, and based on this, 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 I'm going to give one a try. You're not asking the guy to buy a, a piece of property in the Prudential building in Boston. Yeah. You're asking him to buy a $7 <laughs> cigar. I and think you're going to like this. It is ultimate customer service at that point, and knowing your product, what it is, and, and including you, you the uh, person that works in a cigar store that's listening to the show. If you're a professional salesman, you need to know the product that you're selling, even the one that you don't like, not your favorite brand or whatever. You need to know because the guy that's smoking another one that you don't like, this is like that one, and it's the right product for that guy because he doesn't have the same taste you do. So, you know, it, it sounds like this is hard, but it isn't hard. It, it's easy to do. Just do it and, and improve your customer service to it, and let's get the business back to the brick and mortar. Let's see if we can do it, and we can do it together. Let's all help each other. And uh, if you're listening to the show, I'm going to be talking about some of that uh, Friday at the PCA um, at 11 o'clock. We have our uh, panel. Uh, these are pros, great retailers that are going to be there. I'm just a moderator of it, but they're going to give lots of information to help you out there. So uh, listen to it. If, if you're going to the show and you end up missing this, I think it's the most valuable stuff you're going to get is some of these conferences that are happening there. I'm the most excited about that. And here I am, a successful retailer, 
And every time I go to the show, the most important thing to me is learning. For well, sure. I already know a lot of stuff. I know a lot of stuff because I'm always trying to learn more. I, I want more and more. I think that's an issue with a lot of retailers. They come, become complacent and like, I know enough. That's all. And, you know, I'm going to recommend this cigar because I like it. Full-bodied cigar, but a person's buying all mild cigars. You, you got to put your personal feelings towards cigars aside. And you got to take the customer into consideration, but you always got to be learning. And what have we learned as consumers ourselves? Because we're cigar consumers also, so we got the whole package here. That's something we think that we wouldn't like. And then we end up trying it because we have to sample all these things. Mm -hmm. And then how many surprises do we get? For sure. All the time. Of things that I said, there's no way I'm going to like it. And the guy, here you go, I want you to try a sample of it. Oh, this is not my cup of tea at all. And I smoke it and I say, wow, it's really good. Now, you mentioned earlier in the after show about a retailer walks into their store and they walk in every day looking at it the same way. Your regulars walk in and they see the same stuff over and over again. And something that we've been doing, especially lately, is refreshing our displays every single day day so that when someone walks in we got the same five guys that come in every day buy a cigar they sit in the lounge they maybe get a soda but if something changes slightly every single day they never become complacent and they're always looking at new stuff we we don't do it as much as we used to but we used to change the display cases our singles are out in cabinets not like the walk-in humidor we have walk-ins for boxes we have regular cabinets, and we would move the stuff around, or I would move the stuff around on the sales floor because I'm there every single day because I'd watch, okay, this is a hot area and stuff. Here's a cigar not selling so well. Let me try moving into the hot area and see what ends up happening to it and give attention to that. And then customers would come in and say, every time I come in here, everything's moved around. Where are the such and such? I like it. So now he has to engage with me, and I say, oh, it's over here. I moved it over here. Okay, you move it every single time I do it. But the guy went from smoking four cigars or buying four cigars when he came in to smoking to buying six cigars because he went over to that cabinet and he's seeing different things because he has blinders on too. The regular has blinders on. Right. So you move stuff around in your store and the next thing you know, all of a sudden something's new. And that goes for accessories too. Remember you told me the humidor. You moved the humidors one day yeah. to another part of the store and sold three humidors that day. Because it was, un- it, it was because unbelievable. It it was unbelievable. It the was guy, the same humidor The first had? guy said, I did not know you sold humidors. Because he put them in a different place. He bought one. Tells his buddies, I just bought this humidor. Look at how beautiful it is. The buddy comes up and says, okay, I'll take one. And then the third friend walks in right into the display. Oh, my God, you have humidors. We've had humidors for 35 <laughs> years. They were just we're, in the wrong By the way, we're a cigar store. We have humidors. They were in the wrong place. And one mm-hmm. of the things we're going to be talking about uh, in the conference is what goes where and why. The why is so huge. Yeah. And if you want to see the real professionals who do this, go to the supermarket. What goes where and why? There's a reason for all this that happens inside supermarkets, and there should be reasons why this happens in cigar stores. It should be in, in no matter what business you're in. If, if you're a cigar smoker and you hap, happen to have an electrical store, what goes where and why in your electrical store or whatever it is? It, it matters. And uh, I think it's showcasing different things for people. And it, that is a part of customer service also, that our customers knew now that we have humidors. We always had them, but here they are. The other thing that, that I did uh, in the last few months is obviously everybody should have their own lighter and cutter. So I took the cutting station. I moved it to the back of the counter so that certainly if anyone needs to use the slobber cutter, it's there. It's yes. available. But- what is the guy looking at when he rings out? He's looking at lighters and cutters. 
and we're selling more lighters and cutters because the customer needs that. Needs it. That's a tool needs he it. needs. You're a cigar a- smoker. You should have a lighter and cutter, period. End of statement. If you're a cigar smoker, you need that tool. What is the slobber cutter? <laughs> <laughs> slobber cutter would be the cutter at the register. That people may lick their cigar and use that cutter. They're not using my cutter. Yeah. They have to use a cutter. And the cheap bastard's not buying a cutter, so he can use that cutter. And we wash it daily. But not, off, often mo- more than once a day. Yeah, when you end up seeing it with the string of spit in the tank of the guy, <laughs> that's when you say, oh, this one's going in for the for, for a hot cleaning right now. <laughs> kind of like a barbershop. You have it in the barber yeah. side. Yeah. The, like the combs. Yes, in the barber yes. side. you get some of that, except I think it's toxic. Yeah. You don't want to put that in your mouth. So uh, anything else? You got time for one more, or what do you want to do? Yeah, we, oh, we had enough. Uh, so did, our advertiser here was Skip Martin. If I've been missing it, or uh, Skip Martin from Roma Craft, has he been pretty quiet when it comes to all this is, that's going on in the cigar mm-hmm. industry right he, now? Yes, he has. Which is completely the opposite of right. what I would imagine. That he would be the guy out front, and I'm shocked. I have not heard from him. I don't see him chiming into anything. I don't know if he's uh, been listening to the show. Do you see him live? He's definitely or, listening to the yeah, show. Yeah, he commented he on, on last Sunday. week's show. He, uh, left, yeah? uh, he left a comment about it. He does make comments on other people's threads, but he hasn't started any threads that I've seen. Very un- unlike him. It's unskip. Yeah. Which, 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 even which, on the political climate of everything going on right now, he's been oddly quiet. Has this been a first of the year type of thing that he's going to back yeah, off that yeah, stuff? Is this thing? your New Year's resolution? Have you gone soft on us? Maybe he realizes that uh, both sides buy cigars and he should probably stay yeah. out of the politics. Boy, if, if there was ever a tee-up for him, <laughs> of all people, I would think that he, you know, I see these letters that other people are writing yeah. in, writing in, they're writing to social media and, and basically putting their dirty laundry out there, and I have not seen it from him, and I actually been looking, because I said, oh, there's going to be a big slam dunk from him or something. Skip, why are you holding off here, and what is going on? Catch the conspiracy uh, episode of my predictions coming up. Uh, February 22nd. Yes. Are you saying uh, Skip might be a, a seller? Something's going on. Something's going on. It doesn't make sense to me. And uh, Becoming a little bit more corporate, maybe? Uh, they are going to be at the PCA today. TPE. 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 TPE today. I'm going to ask him right to his face. <laughs> And look at him like I'm playing him in a, in a game of poker. You going to be sending back videos from the show? Sure. Cool. So check out the Cigar Authority. Yeah. You'll post them as they're happening, mm-hmm. and that's it. So that is the after show. We're going to catch you on Saturday, or they're going to catch you on Saturday without me. It's going to be great. Uh, tune into the train wreck chopping this Saturday. Down, chopping down that tree. There we Put go. the lid end in your mouth. You'll like it. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.